0: Welcome to Are We There Yet? Transport into the Future. This is a series of programs that look at current issues and developments and what they mean for the transport we need, we want, and what we can supply in the future. These programs are written and presented by David Brown.
1: Research can be a wonderful thing. It can be revealing, rewarding to the people who do it, and it can be helpful in what it has discovered. But to get the most out of it, and to keep the funds flowing in today's world, that requires leadership and management. The Australian Road Research Board, generally known as ARRB, was formed in 1960. It began operations out of an annex of the Country Roads Board, now VicRoads, in Kew in Melbourne. In 1972, the staff moved to a specialist facility in Vermont South in the suburbs of Melbourne. Recently, they appointed a new CEO, Michael Caltabiano, whose background is that he studied and worked in engineering and moved on to politics, public administration and private company management. Most recently, he was the CEO of the Australian Asphalt Pavement Association. Michael has a very clear vision for the AWRB. We are honoured to be able to speak to him now. Michael, you prefer the full title, Australian Road Research Board, rather than just the acronym AWRB, don't you?
0: I do indeed, David. It's, um, it's important when we're commencing a conversation that people know who we are and what we're about, and the Australian Road Research Board conveys that message.
1: Wearing your heart on your sleeve? Uh, we are indeed. Um, we are absolutely focused
0: on creating knowledge for tomorrow's transport challenges, and in particular
1: focused on solutions that are relevant today. A knowledge to as broad a group as possible. But if I might reflect back on the Australian Asphalt Pavement Association a group of sincere people with a passion for their own specialist area, which is a good thing. But in what way did you see that they needed to go further?
0: Well, the Australian Asphalt Pavement Association has uh, traditionally been a very highly technical group focused on delivering some really good outcomes in the field. And when I commenced there three and a half years ago, they had lost their way in the technical space. And um, what I did for them was to bring back that really strong technical focus working in partnership with road agencies and delivering some really significant world first technology changes for the Australian market. For example, the introduction of EME or very high strength, high modulus asphalt pavements, which add a significant benefit if you're building motorways, you can save about a million and a half dollars a lane kilometre by introducing EME technology. So that's now bedded down. We have national standards and those pavements are now being specified across the country. So it was the most rapid implementation of a new technology anywhere in the world. Since then, they've moved on to changing the design principles for roads. So we currently have a mechanistic design principle for roads to change it to a perpetual pavement design, so pavements that never fail. And that would be great news to the community, um, wanting to know that their pavement lives are going to be extended and they're never going to have pavements that have to be dug up right down to the gravel bases and rebuilt again. Perpetual pavement designs for the future will ensure our motorways are running smoother, our urban arterials are running smoother for longer, less disruption.
1: You talked about research not as an ivory tower but as working with others. Research is often thought of as a way of producing a Eureka moment, a one-off discovery of the big thing that will change everything. But you need to have an understanding and to have ideas in the whole system over time. Can you tell us how you see a subject such as road safety, for example, and speeding in particular, in needing a systems approach?
0: Most definitely. And the Australian Road Research Board is in the applied research space. So we engage in research activities that have a real and meaningful, tangible outcomes to the community. So the community is going to benefit from what we do. And in the road transport and and safety space, for example, we're really looking at how to implement safe systems across the country. So the community would would see a safe system as a road that's got enough width of lanes to allow them to have a comfortable journey. That's got road barriers or wire, wire rope barriers on both sides of the road so that they can't crash their car and have a and an intersection with an, or an intervention with another vehicle that's at 90 degrees. They're all actions that are of a lower angle, so that we don't have deaths on our road network. So, safe systems is a concept that we are embedding now in all new road design, and we're working with road agencies across the country to incorporate the principles of safe systems into everything that they do. It's a marvelous change that will deliver the next step change in road safety outcomes.
1: Road safety also means embracing where the user is coming from, not just giving them a stern lecture on what we think we may for example approach young people with simulators or even gamification creating games whereby they learn the important lessons of life is that a reflection of looking at where the customer is coming from is that important it's absolutely critical i mean we are totally focused
0: on ensuring that the community is part of this journey in fact we at arb we um, about 18 months ago instigated a new branch of what we do call human factors And we have Dr. Michael Regan, who is um, uh, an eminent expert in the field leading our human factors team, which is how people behave and respond to infrastructure, how they behave and respond to the stimuli. How do we deal with the driver distraction issue, which is a human factors issue? So that whole field of endeavour is understanding our community, understanding the drivers in our community, and really looking at the problem from the way it should be looked at, which is how do we enable the community to have a, an adaptable, connected future? That's why we exist.
1: Engineers and enthusiasts for one particular mode of transport often understand the supply side of the equation. How do I build a good road or a railway? But do we understand the demand side? What do people want and why are they making decisions? I sometimes think we treat the public as automatons, systematic and always to the same premises. Do you want to push that further?
0: We do. And and at Arb, our new vision is to operate in fully multidisciplinary teams. And we're going to live that dream because we're going to have, when we're solving problems that the community has, which are reflected by the state road agencies, we're going to really cast a lens across road safety, human factors, the hard engineering disciplines of asset maintenance, and rehabilitation, pavement engineering, we're going to have multidisciplinary teams solving problems like they have never been solved before, because we strongly believe that we're going to get much better outcomes. We're going to be able to deliver a connected future
1: that the community is ready for. That's our mission. That's why we exist as an agency. That's an interesting expression, like they've never seen before. We know that vehicle manufacturers who are driven by the market will be providing a lot of technology in cars, but you see the need for the supplier of the road system to expand the way they communicate to the driver.
0: Exactly right. There's been an enormous amount of focus on autonomous driverless vehicles in the last few years, but there hasn't been enough real focus on how the infrastructure talks to those vehicles. How do we enliven the road surface to emit a signal so that the vehicle can know that there's a pothole or there's a brake or that the traffic isn't moving two kilometres ahead? How do we put nanotechnology into our bitumens to actually create signals? How do we allow electric vehicles to be recharged as they're driving through induction loops in the pavement at 80 or 100 kilometres an hour? Where's the first principles research on keeping Uh, roads open in a forever open road environment. That's the space that the Australian Road Research Board is putting a lot of energy, smart roads, the digital disrupt and how we don't get disrupted from it and how we create an adaptable future. They're the research, practical, sensible research opportunities that we're pursuing.
1: There's also a need for expertise in that car manufacturers will think they will be able to give safety information, such as you are approaching an unsafe location. Yet we need the expertise to know how to communicate that information most effectively. Just getting it isn't necessarily sufficient enough. It is the type of information and the manner it is given. Is that the sort of expertise you want to push to manufacturers and to other people as well?
0: We're, in fact, working in exactly that front. Um, Dr Michael Regan, who I mentioned before, is working with the Australian agency that looks after ANCAP ratings in cars. And we currently know the five-star ANCAP rating means that you've got really safe vehicles, got airbags, crash resistance. He's working on the sixth star. And the sixth star relates to the internal cabin features. So how does the driver interact with the car how does the car technology ensure that the driver remains non-distracted and focused on the road and you get a sixth star if the technology in the car facilitates better driving behavior it's a wonderful new sphere um, that he's pioneering and for cars with that sixth star will overcome this driver distraction issue that's really significant right at the moment
1: is it a case of being seen to get things done If I may refer back to 2005, you won the marginal seat of Chatsworth in the Queensland government and you were subsequently re-elected on two more occasions. The last time you did not even chase traditional media coverage or perhaps carry out the usual campaigning, yet you still won in a landslide. What's the message of getting acceptance? You clearly just don't want a bit of show and tell. No,
0: the, the, the future for the Australian Road Research Board in that environment is to be really clear about our mission and our vision. And you know, we exist to create knowledge for tomorrow's transport challenges. We exist to, to solve the problems of today. And we have a really strong vision of driving innovation to deliver an adaptable, connected future. And we will use those principles to really articulate for the community and have much higher levels of engagement with the community directly to listen to what their concerns are, understand the problems that our road agencies are trying to solve, and develop programs to deliver the answers in those areas. We're not going to be flashy organisation that you see on TV every night having a say about everything. We're going to be really diligent, intelligent, and articulate in an applied research environment to solve those challenging problems for tomorrow's transport future.
1: Engineering, and indeed scientific skills, don't appear to be valued. In the debate about speeding some time ago, I heard a politician who was, if I may say, pontificating on a solution, and the interviewer asked him if he had spoken to the road authority, which of course has experts and experience in the area of road safety. The politician said, no, I have done enough, I've asked the police. Now, I have respect for the police, but there is a wider range of inputs that are needed. But the very thing you started in saying is the need to have a wider input. Do road and other authorities need to be keeping those scientific skills going? Is that the message you want to push?
0: Well, but the scientific expertise in Australia resides in the Australian Road Research Board. That's why we exist. why our road agencies formed us in 1960 as member organisations. Hmm. So the higher level higher-order thinking across all of those disciplines necessary for the infrastructure development of the country reside in the Australian Road Research Board. And the challenge for us in the future is to engage in this multidisciplinary approach to make sure we not only have the intellectual skills base, but we do understand what the community and what our road agency members, what problems that they're trying to solve and develop research programs to do that for them. So we'll be really well informed. We'll be focused on achieving some step changes in in delivery of smart and integrated infrastructure to uh,
1: future-proof our communities. You're going to move the head office into the city. It is currently in the suburbs in Melbourne. What will happen to the extensive research work and facilities that you have at Vermont South at the moment? The
0: the relifing of the Australian Road Research Board requires us to move from Vermont South to a near-city location. And as part of that move and as part of the new vision for ARB, our laboratories are going to be co-located with one of Melbourne's greater institutions, University of Melbourne, Swinburne University or Monash University, We're currently in negotiations with all three. And by hubbing our expert laboratory pavement engineering facilities, we'll create, for the first time in the Southern Hemisphere, a pavement engineering center of excellence and it'll it'll reside here in Melbourne in Australia and it will be the best in the southern hemisphere that will give Australia its first real focus from an undergraduate through masters into postgraduate programs a stream of professionals coming into the business who are really well educated bright future thinkers the actual office for the australian road research board we'll be moving to a, to a near Melbourne, near CBD location so that we can attract the brightest and the best of the future. In an office that um, really encourages collaboration both within the staff groups across the professions, but also collaboration with our members, um, interested groups, the community. It'll be an open public facility where people can come in, access our library, see our webinars going, delivering messages right around the world about next-generation thinking. So it's a major step change for the Australian Road Research Board. It's the next generation of its existence as a really important part of the Australian
1: community. That collaboration you have with academia, do you think that's an important point? I mean, Monash and others are quite practical in their approach, but to ensure that academia can be linked to the practical side, there is, of course, still some pure research, but still a lot of practical application is needed. That's exactly correct. Collaboration is the key
0: to get really good outcomes. We don't pretend to be the font of all knowledge, and it's one of, one of ARB's great success stories, is that we, we are not, not a pretentious organisation at all, We're very practically focused and we seek collaboration. We seek national and international collaboration to really deliver for our members, who are the road agencies' best value. We go out of our way to collaborate and seek support and advice to bring the best minds of the world together.
1: Now, the ARRB conference, it used to be seen as a big thing. They usually have some good material, but they can be rather dry and focused on very specific research subjects, as can any conference. Is there going to be a difference in the future?
0: There will be. It's already been planned. In fact, um, I can announce it first with you. The April 2018 ARB 28 International Conference will be held in Brisbane. We are going to move this conference around the country, and it will be the rebirth of the Australian Road Research Board itself. But more importantly, it will be an opportunity to articulate a connected future for Australia. The theme of the conference is all about that connectivity and collaboration. We'll be bringing the best minds of the world in the fields of connectivity. So whether it whether it's driverless vehicles, whether it's driver-people interaction inside the car, whether it's people, infrastructure interactions, how do people get their journeys, their walking, their cycling, their their driving journeys, whether it's down to the local school, to the shopping centre, to the doctors, how do we enable those to be great journeys? So the, the conference in April 2018 in Brisbane is a must attend event for
1: anybody in the transport sector in the world. Finally, you said that you're funded mainly by the state road authorities, but you did get into consulting and some private industry people think that you may have an unfair advantage Will you be pursuing that type of operation?
0: We will be solving problems for a range of entities. Our primary focus is on our State Road Agency members. They are working for and on behalf of the community every day of the week and our job is to support them. If we're asked by private sector entities to do particular work and we've already been approached in our new laboratory model to really step up and provide... A national reference laboratory so that we can receive samples from across the country and be the national reference laboratory. There is a role for ARB in that providing that one truth of solutions across the country and uh, we will continue to fulfill
1: that role. Michael that is absolutely wonderful. I found that very visionary, very practical and very empowering and I appreciate greatly your time. Thank you very much. I
0: really appreciate it David. We, we are Determined to act in the national interest as the Australian Road Research Board. We, We genuinely love what we do and our staff here are motivated by doing great things and we look forward to doing that for the Australian community in
1: the future. And that was Michael Caltabiano who is the CEO of the Australian Road Research Board. He took up that position towards the end of 2016 and I think he will be moving quickly and positively into the future.
0: Are We There Yet? Transport into the Future is produced by Driven Media. Driven Media specialise in communicating technical and scientific information to professionals and the public and also facilitates planning and behaviour change in groups and organisations. You can send comments or suggestions to feedback at drivenmedia.com.au. All the participants have agreed to the recording and distributing of their comments.